multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, a podcast where we normally take a look back at older games. We try to see if there's any good ideas in there that could be recycled, brought back from the past. Well, sometimes developers do that, and they label it a remaster. And the gamers of the internet have assembled recently. They've sharpened their pitchforks, they've lit their oil rags on torches, and they're coming for... Rockstar Games? Yeah, the target of the internet's ire, or at least one of the targets recently, is GTA 3 Trilogy that has been remastered, and it's unusual for us to tackle a new game. Uh, This one actually came out less than a month ago as of recording this, but sometimes you hear about some hot trash and you just can't resist. You gotta, you you live fast and eat trash. That's what we always say, right, guys? Our uh, yeah, we're, we're always saying. I've that. said it twice. So, so what we're talking about today is Grand Theft Auto: Colon the Trilogy hyphen the Definitive Edition, and these are three of the some of the most influential video games of all time. These three games they have diverse settings, and I'm just. I'm just one pasty white guy born in the 80s, so I'm going to need a a diverse cast to help handle these environments. So here are two other pasty guys born in the 80s. Uh, I was going to have our oldest uh, normal member tackle the oldest GTA 3 of the trilogy, Tom, but he's... He's um, our most mature, um, some would say, at least in age, and uh, he's he's not here with us this evening. We may be <laughs> tacking on later um, in the podcast when he can 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 jump in. Um, so you guys but... can tune in later if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. jump to the end if you. We'll make a big he's announcement. Our, he's our most Michael Madsen, if you would. <laughs> yeah, he is our most Michael Madsen. <laughs> But handling the second game of the trilogy, which is Vice City, is a a Florida native expat. Hunter, how are you, Hunter? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing really well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. All right, I'll give you two points. Um, And, of course, our inner city gang violence correspondent, Frank. Uh, He's going to be handling San Andreas. Frank, how are you? Good. And I just have have one little question. Mm -hmm. Uh, How come only white people are called expats? (laughs) <laughs> did we have this discussion before i was having this discussion with someone the other day yeah it's uh yeah if, if you're fleeing violence or something you're you're an immigrant you're a refugee but yeah, if you're just a white guy living in, in a thailand bank uh, you know even if you're if you, if you have money and you're moving into it i blame house hunters international that's who i blame anyway we're gonna get into these games but first uh do i have my button does this work it does work okay <laughs> Oh, uh, no. This is our trash talk news section, previously known as meta news. I'm just going to rebrand it. I'm going to change the section. Uh, we're talking about the game that we did in the past, as well as any other gaming news and any any games you guys have been playing. This is just our trash talk section. So uh, first, uh, last game we played wasn't really a trash game. It wasn't a trash game at all. It was about cleaning up trash is what it was. It was Power Wash Simulator. Played it while we did the trashies on our last episode. Have you guys spent any more time cleaning up pixels? No. Uh, no. 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 Okay. Well, I intended on it. I fully much. intended on it. And Carly even said she wanted to try it, but we just never did. Yeah. You did message me, though, that uh, the beta that came out for it, like a week after we used it, added multiplayer, yeah. which I'm kind of upset about, because we could have all been in the same game, cleaning up the same same park. That's pretty wild. Would have um, saved yeah, a so, lot of time. In another year. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, next trashies we'll, we'll revisit. Absolutely. All right, and like I said, uh, we're gonna inject some other some gaming stuff in here about what we've been playing. I, I was I was gonna start off and just throw in that I've been playing a lot of Frostpunk. It's uh like it's interfering with my preparations for the podcast. It's a really fun like resource management game with good depressing dire atmosphere vibes and a really good soundtrack. Definitely definitely uh, recommend that. They just announced Frostpunk too. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. And you guys playing anything interesting? Well, Chris, as you may know and have seen, uh, I've been getting back into a little No Man's Sky. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I saw you they, surveying a planet the other day. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they, they re-released all the expeditions, and actually tomorrow is the last day to finish the, the first expedition that they re-released. Oh, and so I, like there's, there's time I uh, might be able to finish on. it. You know, I don't know. We'll see what time we end tonight. You know what I mean? I'm actually <laughs> thinking about jumping on to do the second expedition because it's the yeah, Normandy, right? Exactly. But uh, yeah, the next one's the Normandy. It took them like 13 hours. The one after hours. that, wow. you get uh, the um, those creepy uh, monster creatures as a pet. And the third one is about uh, worms. It's really doony, you know? It's all about, I think, Sandals. flying worms. So sure. Check out No Man's Sky. It's uh, it's still rocking and rolling, baby. Still rocking and rolling. It's, it's still good. Carly and I have been jumping into Back for Blood. We picked that oh, one nice. up. It's been a lot of fun. It's very uh, I find it very satisfying. I think the new. I don't know if you've played it at all, but they. I I don't think I've seen any of it. It's it's it uh, how is it? I mean, obviously, it's a spiritual successor to left for dead um how how is it compared to that you're better or what i i think it's it's not as simplistic like they added in a lot more stuff that i like um i'm still like getting the hang of it i'm still finding out like finding the difficulty level because sometimes it seems like you're just not prepared at all and other times it seems very easy but basically now each character brings something different to the team and themselves mm -hmm. like based on who you pick you'll either get like more ammo or more health or faster run speed or whatever versus like um you also you still pick up different guns you can upgrade guns now with different parts uh throughout and there's a deck building system now oh interesting because they're not like zombies it's i think you called it a spiritual successor yeah they're not uh the zombies from left for dead they're called ridden and they're like yeah. Uh, parasitic worms that get into you and oh, and make you like a zombie yummy which makes a lot more sense as far as like zombie lore goes yeah and i it's a really cool story so far they're like i have a couple criticisms like the acts end very anticlimactically like i i just was playing around with a build last night that was a shotgun build that had like all of my cards had like either increased shotgun damage, increased spread, and then there's another card that I had that every pellet that hits an enemy gives me like temporary health for like a couple seconds. Okay. So basically, I would like shoot three zombies and then another one would come up and hit me and I would go back down and then just like shoot three more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I picked up like a, a Pyrrhic shotgun. I think it's called like an A12. It's that automatic shotgun. And you just mm -hmm. see like my temporary health bar, like just. Doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> And so, yeah, cool. it's it's a lot of fun. We've really been enjoying it. Do, do you know what the... Because on Steam, it's listed as mixed right now. Like, not that many people recommend. Do you know what the uh, internet horde, why they're piling on? Um, I think it, 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 it doesn't feel as balanced, I'd say. Like, it really is like some hordes you'll just like... It's like three or four zombies come out. And you're like, what was that? And then other ones, yeah. they just like throw everything at you. It, I'll oh, be gosh, honest, like... Yet. I think it could have used a lot more 
polish. Like yeah. again, like you'll you'll be like defending against a horde, and the second the timer is out, like you've made it to the time limit, it just mm-hmm. ends, and you're like sitting there like having a drink, and everybody's like, "Yeah, this is great. Look at what we did. We're good." But you're like, well, "You just." I was literally being grabbed by like what's called a tall boy, one of the ridden mutations, and then I was safe and everything was fine because the we reached the timer. So it just right. it it and I I don't think that Left for Dead ever really had like a huge. It does feel like there's like a lack of polish. Well, that's uh I guess that's definitely a theme with games coming out these days, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. It's a nice segue into this, right? Yeah. Um oh, lack of polish. Speaking of lack of polish, some other some other games that uh are kind of getting the same that they're being dunked on by um the internet and Metacritic review bombs. Uh Battlefield twenty forty two is getting quite a bit of that and it dipped into the lowest user score that Metacritic has ever had. It's the only other thing I was going to mention that everyone hates Blizzard Activision. <laughs> Apparently, m- mostly their own staff. Uh, Raven Software, who does the quality assurance for Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, are doing walk-offs today after surprise layoffs. And uh, I think the lesson is that publicly traded companies ruin video game development. So anyway, we're going to jump into this publicly traded <laughs> company. So let me set the scene. Uh, we're we're going to finally talk about some gta here so let me set the the timeline of grand theft auto for us all so we're all familiar with kind of the rollout because anyone who plays video games says they play video games they're aware of the grand theft auto series probably played some of them but i'm going to set the timelines of these game releases out so the first rockstar releases in the grand theft auto uh, series are gta 1 and 2 Uh, they are what's called the 2d universe they're top down we've probably all I'll seen some examples of them. I'm playing them on stream right now, but they're, they're top-down views. You get into a car, you drive around, you can run over people, make blood splatters, and do kind of drive-bys in the cars, or, or be, on, be on foot and kind of just spray around in a top-down, very arcade kind of feel. Uh, they were released in 1997 and 1999. Um, they were known for being, you know, over-the-top violent, and they're, they're fairly successful, um, but but wouldn't, you know, weren't leaders in the industry by any means. Then what comes out is called the 3D Universe. Did you play? Uh, did you ever play GTA One and Two? Because I did. I, I own GTA Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I owned that on PlayStation original way back in the day, and that was like one of those discs you kept away from your parents. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't let them see see you play that one, because <laughs> I would have been what like fifth and sixth grade, yeah. something like that, playing uh, playing GTA Two. That's the one that I owned. Yeah. I played it at my cousin's house on his computer, and it was I'm ninety nine percent sure it was a ripped copy. So we were yeah my. <laughs> My cousin was the one that I got all of my ripped games. He'll remain unnamed, but we had a... uh, So that Rockstar doesn't come after Yeah, we had like a DVD case, CD case of computer games, I think PlayStation 1 games stuff, and I remember uh, GTA 2, and I I remember there was like a a really good uh, gang territory system, I think, in GTA 2 my memory is a little fuzzy but i feel like they they kind of left that behind um yeah it, it made an appearance again in san andreas they okay. reintroduced the territories thing but yeah they definitely left it out when they went to gta 3 and that was the um, when we say gta 3 what we're, we're talking about is the the 2001 it was october 2001 um that's the one where you're kind of an unnamed character although later they named him claude oh that's um, awful but in what liberty city name. <laughs> and uh well apparently it's a carryover from i think gta 
two or possibly one where the character's name was Claude Fast or something. Mm. Um, so it was kind of a reference to that. Um, so I'm showing some of the GTA three original on uh, stream right now, but that was released on PS two and uh, about a year or two later on PC. It was extremely well received. It set the bar, uh, a new bar very high for a sandbox style open world game as far as physics and weapons and introduced the wanted level system. Uh, it's got a 97 on Metacritic, the sixth highest rated game ever on Metacritic. And then the GTA franchise went dark for an entire 12 months and uh, Vice City was released. Yeah, the whole 12 months without a release. Vice City was released in October 2002 on PS2. So a whole year later, uh, the game was very similar to GTA 3, but it just expanded everything as missions, mission concepts, some gameplay aspects where they, they added... Uh, motorcycles visually it looks a lot better there's a larger map 95 out of 100 on metacritic aggregate and then once again the gti franchise went dark for an entire two years this time and on october 2004 uh, gta 3 san andreas came out is it labeled as gta 3 it's not. It's just called. It's just called oh, Grand okay. Theft Auto San Andreas, but yeah, it is in say. the GTA Three or the 3D universe they call gotcha. it. Okay. So it expanded the game engine a bit more, even though technically they were on the same engine still, and the mechanics of the series quite a bit, um, which we'll get into a bit more later. But uh, the game is tied for the fifth highest scoring game on PS2 uh, history, sitting at a 95 on Metacritic. So those three games are what comprise the 3D universe of GTA and what the trilogy that we're playing tonight is based on. So just put put that in your pocket. Tuck tuck that away. That's the 3D universe. That's the trilogy that we're playing tonight. We're going to come back to that. But I'm going to keep going with the GTA series just so, you know, we have that timeline. GTA 4... Uh, four years after that, GTA 4 was released, and GTA 4 is the one that focuses on the story of Nico Bellic coming to Liberty City. Uh, it's on the PS3 and 360, was re- where it was originally released. Uh, console versions have an aggregate score of 98, tied for the second highest rated game on Metacritic, and they've released a few expansions, kind of standalone mobiles, including uh, Lost in the Dam, China Town Wars, Ballad of Gay Tony as an expansion. So, uh, yeah, these these games, this game starts what they refer to as the HD universe, which includes uh the next game which five years after gta 4 they released gta 5 and uh, i want us to just take a moment and think about the uh the passage of time for a second uh in 2013 gta 5 was released right now it's the final months of 2021 which i don't like saying but it's the final <laughs> months of 2021 and that was the most recent gta game to come out eight years ago Oof. there have been three different sitting presidents in that time 96 months here are some things that happened in 2013 the boston marathon bombing the nsa leaks with edward snowden lance armstrong admitted to doping paul walker died in a car crash and the movies iron man 3 and thor the dark world were released that was 2013 so looking at it in a different way in the early 2000s in the span of eight years Rockstar released GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, and GTA 4, and had an extra year to spare. That's what Rockstar did in in eight years. <laughs> and now it has been eight years since the last GTA game. But now we have a release. It's finally eight time. Eight years after GTA 5. They have given us Grand Theft Auto, colon, the trilogy, <laughs> hyphen, the definitive edition so that's what we're playing tonight um but since we just talked about all the gta games have you guys played prob- maybe all of them or a little bit of all of them do you focus on on any of them in particular uh, before just vice city and san andreas uh grand theft auto vice city was the first 
Grand Theft Auto game that I ever owned. I was yeah. a wee child that shouldn't have owned it, but you know <laughs> that just it's just the th- yeah. a part of growing up, you know, with parents who don't understand video games is you just get some really sure. cool games sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes it happens. And actually, one of my friends had actually um, owned it and brought it over, um, so that's how I got the idea of getting it. You know, because we were playing it, it was a lot of fun. But then, you know, when San Andreas came out, uh, we got it uh, not immediately after it came out, but you know, pretty close after that. And during that time, I I did play. Grand Theft Auto 2. I knew someone who had Grand Theft Auto 2, and I was like, oh, and I really did enjoy the top-down aspect of it. Yeah. I thought it's that a, was it's really a totally neat. different game. And that was fun on its own right. Mm-hmm. But probably Vice City was what I played the most, and then mm-hmm. close second is probably San Andreas. And uh, Hunter? Uh, definitely played, like I said, a lot of GTA 2. Um, I don't have any memory. GTA 5 <laughs> is the only game that I ever beat of the GTA mm-hmm. franchise, because I just, you know, got sidetracked and either lost interest after a while and actually like in in that same like genre i've played beaten and put many many hours into um my god i can't think of the name of it right now it's the more comedic kind of gta game but it's not it's not by rockstar or whatever oh big purple dildo bat it's saints row yeah saints row i've played i played a lot more saints oh yeah i played the fuck out of saints row yeah so um (laughs) but i did play gta 5 I did play Vice City and GTA 3. I don't think I played yeah. much San Andres. It's been so long and I never played through the story. So, like, I don't remember the characters. I, I don't have any of that. It has just... been a long time. And, like, I, going back and playing, I, I played all of them quite a bit. And I thought, in my memory, I was like, oh, I, I barely played Vice City at all. But as I was playing the missions, I was like, oh, no, I, I spent a ton of time in this game. And I, I beat the hell out of GTA 3. And um, San Andreas, I, I had forgotten... It's been a long time. It's been interesting revisiting these games, despite things that we're about to talk about in the state <laughs> that it is in, uh, like the memories that it brought back. One of my, my biggest kind of surprises was that uh, Grand Theft Auto has always been very over the top, like the, the, the missions and everything. But I've always viewed like Saints Row as as being like it's the silly version of Grand yeah. Theft Auto. But once you once you get into the missions of Grand Theft Auto, you, you realize like, oh, this game's always been I was doing a mission where I was controlling an RC uh, yep. plane dropping that fucking RC plane mission boats. I, I forgot that mission. That yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm playing some footage in the background of, of me playing through all these games and I'll jump through them as we're as we're discussing them. As I was writing my notes, I I I think I'm going to just for fun side with the developers just to create chaos and give you someone to argue against. So I mean I don't I don't know you guys your guys' take on on this yet, but so you launch into the definitive edition version of these games. Immediate thoughts. Uh like regardless of what you guys heard about these games, you, you launch them up, you boot them up. What's your, what's uh Hunter, what's your first impression about looking about looking at what these games look like? Visuals of the background, the cars and everything. I don't have a problem with. I like the people immediately throw me off. The models, the models yeah. look absolutely terrible. Again, like the I I trying to remember for comparison, but it's been so long that I should probably just watch a, a video. Yeah, Frank, what do you think? Uh, yeah, this this might be a mildly controversial. Yeah, I don't mind it. Okay. at all uh mostly because wow. i did play uh I, I did download uh the versions that they released for steam mm-hmm. which i don't know what the differences are from the the main releases and the ones that are on steam i i my understanding is that they may have uh, patched some songs out and some other stuff oh, um yes. but apparently the original version 1.0 from steam was basically the same originals that were 
released. I think overall, the graphics-wise, it's pretty similar to the original release. And man, did <laughs> it, it didn't really look good then, you know? So while while these look <laughs> horrific, it, it's not like... It's in a yeah, different way. Yeah, it's a different type of horrific. Like I know, um, yeah, one of the one of the screenshots that a lot of people like to use when comparing this and and the other one is uh, it, there's a screenshot of San Andreas. It's in the beginning. It's like yeah, where uh, smoke is riding around. No, no, the it's it's Ryder. His arms. It's Ryder. Oh, it's Ryder. It's Ryder, okay. and he sorry, his I'm arms. Sorry. <laughs> he looks like an orangutan. His arms are like all like long. It's that that's how it was in in the original, and it just. Oh, is it? That's it's just the fact that they didn't fix it, you know? Also, CJ kind of looks right. weird. When you look at it, you're like, eh, it's not the best. And then they just kind of made an HD version of that, you know? They really didn't fix anything. They kind of just made everything HD and yeah, just hit so you're, you're saying it was already broken. Yeah. That's my, was, that's my understanding of the situation based off of what I've seen and, like, some comparisons yeah. that I've seen other people make, too. Um, where You know, yeah. it's just like, no, they, they literally didn't really fix anything. They just made an like HD skinned it. That's that's all they Pretty did. Pretty much, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Yeah. So on Twitch right now, I'm pausing on that scene that you're on. You're talking about the guy's neck right now. He's like he's making a perfect like C shape with his uh with his spine and his head, and then he's gonna come around, and we're gonna see his arm. And there's the screenshot that everyone gets where his bicep is like <laughs> in the wrong direction. Um, <laughs> you're you're right. Like maybe this looked that wonky back then, but now that we have it in HD and it's supposed to be the definitive edition, we're looking at it with a more scrutinized eye and like this is not where our standards are in 2021 that the game no, should look like that not. my kind of hot take from going back to gta 3 and playing gta 3 in 2021 even if you had a perfect port of the game like w- without bugs the story is bad that that's my hot take. <laughs> like it's it's not interesting i'm not interested in the in the missions at all uh there the characters aren't compelling and there's not enough to interact with it's it's just not the, the mission like the mission structure for gta 3 you can you can drive from one place to another place you can kill a person you can pick up a person and you can compact a car those are essentially all the elements that they will mix and match to create missions and it gets old so fast <laughs> so uh yeah i i i don't know i, I don't think there was like a, a reason that you needed to to remaster it i mean that, that's a big question that i kind of have throughout this is like why remaster it and i have some of those answers i guess that um and i, I can jump into them that about, about why this was oh, done I, can i can so, i uh, say why yeah money Money. (laughs) it's been eight years for rockstar they're making plenty of money with uh grand theft auto online they also did release red dead redemption 2 during that time they did to be fair yeah Uh, well i mean let yeah i'll I'll give you some background on on why the definitive edition um how did we end up with this well in an interview with rich rosado who is a rockstar producer his reasoning that he said was preservation which seems kind of counterintuitive to create something new for the sake of preservation of these old games, but he said it was a way to maintain the titles for the next decade plus without having to rip our hair out every time there's a crash bug that we're having problems fixing because there's some because we're using some terrible old tools. He continues that so it was the case of dealing with the real world dilemma of having digital marketplaces like Steam or their own ro- uh, Rockstar store and the fact that they're slowly replacing the physical markets. So like people can't buy uh, San Andreas. I mean, they literally they can't buy it because 
the hot coffee uh, um, conundrum, but yeah. I can't buy the version of it that exists um, because of uh, um, it's being replaced with the digital marketplaces. And there was this very nervous caveat to it that he said that, which was don't change the feel of the game. Um, and this is all from an interview with USA Today. And they said that in development, they found that GTA 3 was the most uh, difficult to port while San Andreas was the easiest. I, I don't know the reasons for this. Uh, personally, my guess is that due to the lower fidelity textures um, in the early one, when you try and bring them into this HD engine, it's going to look um, lacking. And they said that like when they ported it over to, it was going from the renderware engine into Unreal 4, which is what this game's running in now. It just looks uh, empty. Like, I mean, it used to look gritty and dirty because it was running at low resolution. But now like you, you bring in these, uh, like a 16 polygon, face car into the into this universe that that is so polished it, it looks um, so bland so they tried a few re- uh, solutions like remaking some of the main structures like your house and things that you interact with but it didn't seem to fit so they actually ended up rebuilding many uh, of the assets from scratch and they i think this is the most telling part they created an ai program to upscale textures and then uh, manually adjust things afterwards so um, and Rich Rosado estimates that, that 100,000 textures were, were changed from the original version to this version. And I, I think that's that's the kind of the explanation for why so much of the game looks so terrible. It has the bugs that it does, is that they fed it through an engine that took this texture that was, you know, t- a five kilobytes in size and they scaled it up to, you know, um, 5,000 kilobytes to fit in this engine that handles textures that, that large. And you end up with faces that look like they're, you know, uh, out of a fucking Pixar movie and, and don't, don't fit, um, the rest of the way. It looks like they're, they're mobile characters, mobile game characters, you know, I, I I think that's, that's mainly, uh, why the look of some of these things just feel off. Um, so that that was their reasoning as far as like why did they need a definitive edition? Because essentially, they if San Andreas is going to live on Steam and it's supposedly a game that will run on your computer, um, well, they're going to continue releasing updates for your your video card and for things are going to go obsolete. Like another operating system is going to go obsolete and it's not going to be supported anymore. So how are they going to continue running San Andreas on Windows 14? You know, and uh, with with a video card that doesn't exist yet, they they feel like they need to upgrade it to more common engine unreal engine 4 so that they can continue to patch things as necessary so how do you feel about that excuse <laughs> it doesn't go with let's change the look of everything if you're trying to preserve yeah. it yeah and I'm, I'm zooming in on a face right now that looks so <laughs> horrific it just yeah it, it looks uh, kind of otherworldly there they just don't they don't match so I, I said that they they rebuilt a lot of the things um, but they did as they were filling in the gaps, like inside houses, some scenes, they said they used assets from GTA 5 because they had them available just to kind of make it feel more upscale and more um, a more developed world. So there are a couple scenes. I think I have one recorded somewhere in here where like you're in someone's kitchen and in the background is a this, this I think San Andreas is supposed to take place in like 94. Um, it's in the early 90s, but there is a dishwasher that is clearly from like 2015 or so and it's because they just grabbed an asset from you know someone's house in gta 5 and dropped it into san andreas and i don't know it's 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 all so ham-fisted and sloppy uh, all this implementation that um I, I hear them that they wanted to bring this into the new world the new engine and to, to, to make the argument for them so i can understand how you have the master game files for this game that you you create an, an integration the way that you translate the game files from an old engine to a new one which like is no small task like it's not 
like a game that's even running on Unreal 2 and you just need to upgrade it to Unreal 4 or something. This is a game that was on an entirely different opera, uh, different um, engine and uh, like I, I don't even understand how they work. So like you're coming up with your own uh, software program to convert the language from the other engine and you get it into this new engine and it's in a playable state and you realize like once you convert everything that like yikes this looks bad it looks <laughs> nothing like the original a lot a lot of the reason it has to do with lighting which they talked a lot about like the lighting of the old game the way that the textures were like uh they had baked in lighting um and the new engines don't do that anymore not much anyways um they use like real world lighting and it's very visible in these games too like when you see like a checkpoint that you're trying to run to um like anytime like the uh the like i'm looking at a police car's uh, lights lighting up right now and the ground is lighting up because of that like these are all like new engine things that weren't in the original ones so but you, you get all that new stuff in there, how it's handling the animation, utilizing the wireframes. It, it doesn't look good, but you spend some time kind of just working out the kinks and the entire two years of, uh, of work they're doing on it. Like I can imagine how you're seeing like progress come along and you're like, you're, wow, this is starting to look more like the original as we like take the vision of the original and try and like manually put it in there. And you get that, like that bias that you're, uh, that, that you're just kind of in the weeds of making it look better. But the reality is like this version of the game that they released, it, that doesn't make it good, you know, just because that, because you, you ported it to an engine and you do a lot of work on that, that, that doesn't mean like the state that it is in right now is good. It still is jarring for one of us to look at it and be like, this is GTA three, or this is vice city. Uh, like, I mean, even, even you've got that nostalgia brain too, about like what you think it looks like and that they didn't get that right either. This isn't an HD version to me. This isn't an HD version of, of what those games, uh, looked like. It feels like a, like a cartoon version, like the immediate thing that I noticed, uh, cause I, I booted up three and then I think I told you I moved on to Vice City and started playing that. But your character was like, what, half the size he is in the original game? And his legs bow out yeah. and they're twice yeah. as big? And yeah, there's some there's some jarring things between the games that... Yeah, he's, he's like half the size and he walks like bow-legged in a weird way. Yeah. And I was yeah. like this doesn't seem right so yeah i looked up a video of what it used to look like and i was like how do you how do you put that out and then like you're talking yeah. about um you know them saying like oh this was our way of preserving the game preserving. but it's not even the original game it looks way worse than the original game and yeah it's just like i'm they said that i'm they running into the wireframes and stuff but yeah. like Maybe that's the case when you bring the wireframes over to an HD, like it, 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 it just looks that way, but man, you got to fix it then. Yeah. You got to fix they, it. <laughs> it seems like they had a project in mind, got started on it, realized it wasn't going to come out how they wanted. And then rather than sink more time and money into it, just, uh, you know. Like you said, ran it as a yeah, or, or at uh, the very algorithm. least that they had a yeah, or at the very least they had the deadline that they had to stick yeah. to because I mean, they definitely released this game when uh, pretty much when they planned to. It seems like it. They announced this game on the twentieth anniversary of the release of GTA Three, and maybe they were planning on releasing it on that twentieth anniversary, but um, they yeah. So it it, it it was out a few months afterwards that, that announcement. So. Um, so another game that should have been delayed but wasn't, and you know, <laughs> exactly. starts off as a critical failure. Like, yeah, yeah if they go so if they go back things. in and rework this from the ground up, like, obviously you could you could have a beautiful 
remaster of GTA 3. They're they're doing them left and right. I'm really excited for the remaster. There's a I think a remake. Wait, what is the the literal definition between the two? Is a so, remake just like starting from scratch yeah, completely uh, with none of the previous assets? Because exactly. that's what they're doing for Dead Space. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a a remake is like taking the idea of it and um, re- kind of rebooting it, kind of like a Spider-Man. Each which we've uh, in our lifetimes we've had like what five iterations of Spider-Man. So each one of those is a remake of the idea of Spider-Man, and a remaster is supposed to be taking the exact same files and polishing them. Um, even if it isn't a new engine. So they've called this, uh, what do they call it? Definitive edition. Um, yeah. And, uh, Fredo pointed out in chat that, uh, what, what I caught was for some reason, CJ's character model just starts chewing. Um, he's just standing there as his mouth is just kind of flapping around. And, uh, so I zoom in real tight on it to show, uh, his mouth just sort of flapping around. What was you say? Is it weird that Big Smoke model is so detailed, but CJ's is horrendous? Yeah, and Fredo, that may have to do with like the flexibility of the model when you start putting on weight that it needs to be able to do that. I, I don't know. I, I did get CJ as fat as possible, which is, I think, a, a rite to passage to playing San Andreas. You eat as much food as you can until you throw up, and then you wait the next day and then you eat some more food, food to pack the, the weight on. I like how it, it changes... Um, you eat the food and then uh, you stay exactly the same until you leave the kitchen or the, leave the restaurant the- and then, then you're big. When, as soon as you step outside, your character model changes to, to be a big boy. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Like I said, I was surprised Vice City. I had memories of it being just kind of not interesting, but they, they expanded the world so much in, in Vice City. Um, and San Andreas, really, they pushed the limits with San Andreas about what they could possibly do with this engine. They added so many things. Flying was added in Vice City, but the size of the map in um, in San Andreas and the RPG elements that they added, which were like changes to your character, individual changes to your character's, um, what he was wearing, um, tattoos, his <laughs> fatness, his physique, uh, like you could work out at the gym and your character would get more ripped and your stamina levels. So that was the first one to introduce kind of those RPG style elements. Oh yeah. Smoke, smoke ordering, um, Fredo at the, the drive. Okay. And that, you oh, know what? I was, I was so that also there. happens in the very beginning. So, so I've now seen that scene recently three to four times and it's really not that big of an order okay he orders like five no because because it's for him and all the boys in the car it's for him no they all order their own stuff yes but big smoke is placing the order so they all tell them what yes really and i think that's a it's a common misunderstanding oh wow smoke's been getting now now hold on now he he still does order i believe three meals for himself but it's not it's not the six that everyone thinks it is. Fredo, Fredo calls BS. Fredo, I just fucking want just Google it. You son of a bitch. All right. I'm uh, I'm playing the San Andreas scene right now, which is the pa rapa of the mini games where you bounce in your car to earn the respect of the essays. Yeah. Who become your this game best essays? The best essays. They yeah. really help you out more than the Grove Street. Uh, the best know. days. Grove Street. Yeah. They're, they're the Grove Street yeah. gang. Or the Grove Street. Uh, <laughs> is that what you were trying to say? Is that what they call them? Grove Street family. Uh, GTA 3. Uh, that is the one that focuses on Liberty City. It is the first in the 3D universe and the most groundbreaking, as, at least as far as you know, sandbox games go. It kind of sets the, the groundwork for the rest of them. You, you play as Claude, although he's never named in that game. You're running around doing tasks for some very typical like goodfellas kind of gangsters uh you change affiliations a couple times of who you're doing jobs for lots of betrayals ransoms kidnappings it's 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 chasing that kind of sopranos uh feel with there's there's drug drug kingpins and 
money laundering and trophy wives and cheating and the the plot in my opinion doesn't make it really doesn't make a splash to me the the story is the achievement of creating this open world with ai these wandering around uh civilians the physics of the driving and the chaos that you're allowed to explore which i will make a note in here that they were very careful to carry over the exact physics code from the original games into the unreal engine and i agree that they have done that as far as like when you get into a car hit top speed and drive into another car given there are occasionally bugs like you will transport into the nether world but <laughs> when it works as it is intended to and like your car skidding around the ground and stuff that is how the original games felt in my memory at least like i, I went to some of the ramps that i spent god probably hundreds of hours on jumping just to like see the slow-mo effect of your car flying through the air while the cops follow you like they feel exactly the same and he said in an interview rich rosato did that like i challenge anyone who says it doesn't feel the same that like we brought the exact code over so it is the exact same i i agree with that it does feel so they did their the physics job feel of the original gta it trilogy. was just the graphics department yeah messed up yeah, uh, GTA Vice City came out a year later, and like, like I said, just 12 months after this, which is kind of shocking to me, but it, it gave a much larger map. It added motorcycle riding. It's very Scarface vibes. It's drug deals. You can change outfits, like the entire outfit at once. It got uh, much more offensive with its, uh, at least that's what Wikipedia says, with its depictions of racial groups. <laughs> uh, you're playing as, uh, first of all, you can be offensive to Italians. Mm. Everyone says you can't, but... Just listen to what Jared Leto said about playing in that Gucci movie, and then you'll realize that you can be offensive. <laughs> what did he say? So <laughs> he said to get into the role, he was like snorting marinara sauce or something. Wow. He was joking, but it still feels offensive. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Italian he was. <laughs> so, Chris Pratt voicing oh, Mario. God. You can be offensive to Italians. <laughs> All right, so you are playing as Tommy Versetti, who is voiced by Ray Liotta. Tom Sizemore voices your boss. Louise Guzman uh, voices a character that you look at and you're like yeah yeah louis guzman voices yeah. that character <laughs> uh the introduction of the like most of the there's one scene it's in, in the very beginning too vice City. a lot of the classic yeah, scenes the, are actually the, the very beginning of the games which i forgot like when i was playing it i was like oh my i'm like this happens yeah. in the beginning like and yeah. it's like yeah that's why that's why everyone remembers it yeah so this is a scene where you introduce uh, kind of introduced everyone on the yacht in uh the beginning of the mission the party where you arrive at the yacht and you're introduced to a few people first there's this waitress who walks by who she gives you this look like you do this little encounter like you're oh like, she's you're gonna looker, fuck that waitress she looks horrendous and these characters that walk up i i i don't even have the words to describe them it I think I feel it's like everything that happens in the Unreal Engine has a certain look to it. They look like Fortnite characters or they look like any number of bad games that we've done on the Unreal Engine, like Road Rage was on Unreal Engine. They just have this look to them that looks like, oh, it, it, it could be a mobile game, you know? It kind of looks like it's, the it's a, it's Hello a, Neighbor guy. Yes. Yeah, they do look like the Hello Neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking of. There's Mercedes and you figure they, they could have put a little more time into her, you know? Yeah, it's like a main character, you know? And so anyway, he's he's going to introduce us around. And here's one of the most horrific character models I've ever seen in my life. The the porn actress, I'm guessing. It, guessing. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, now, boy. Is, is, is her bikini top glitching through her skin when you looked at it? Cause <sighs> Parts it, of it Yeah, are. it did. When I, when I, when I was played it, and I was like, 
Like her, her bikini's glitching through the skin. Yeah, and this the rock star character here, the band member from uh, Love Fist, I think is the band's name. She's got the trapezoidal nipples. Again, I think the answer to most of our questions is that they ran it through an AI that upscaled the textures, and that's why things look and like they did do. nothing else. And they, they never yeah, went and they over. Said it. that they like manually manipulated things afterwards, but maybe with like a couple of the main characters. And there's Louise Guzman. Um, Oh, God, no, this character yeah, yeah, model. Yeah. Uh, it, it's its horrific. And I've got a side-by-side later that we'll take a peek at. Uh, Fredo in chat asked about the hot coffee mod. So let me let me jump to the story of the launch. The existence of this game was first reported in August of 2021, a, a couple of months ago. They formally announced in October, along with the 20th anniversary of GTA 3's original release, that they would be releasing a trilogy with across-the-board upgrades while maintaining the classic look and feel of the original. The uh, videos and screenshots they released were praised for using a light touch to update the games. The existing versions of these games were then delisted from digital retailers on October 13th, with which which true criticism for many reasons. Uh, then on Thursday, November 11th, 2021, Grand Theft Auto colon the trilogy hyphen the definitive edition was released. The game was accidentally unlocked 24 hours early on the PlayStation Store for Australia and New Zealand players, and then the digital listing was entirely removed from PlayStation Store to resolve that issue. Then when the game was released, Rockstar Games, uh, the Rockstar Game launcher went offline for 28 hours for maintenance, meaning you could could not buy or play it on Windows. When it did come back online, they they said that they had removed unintentionally included files. And what they appear to be referring to, and this is all I'm repeating from um, some reporting from, uh, let's see, where is this from? VideoGameChronicle.com. What it was was that as soon as it was released, people started reverse engineering the game, checking through the files and on PC. When it was originally released, what did they find? That the original infamous hot coffee files were apparently still there. Hot coffee, if you're unaware of it, was a mini game that was in the code of the original San Andreas game. It wasn't in the final game. There legitimately was no way to access it and actually play it without like modifying the game but some people made a mod to activate it and it was a sex mini game that ended up costing take two um, publishing more than 20 million dollars in settlement legal costs and that is the reason that if you ever tried to trade in san andreas uh it, it, which i did to a GameStop, uh, they were legally unable to purchase it back from you because it was rated adults only and they could not sell it so Anyway, this definitive edition releases, people are digging into the files and they find that original coding, which like was the source of everything that got them in trouble. And they re-released it again, <laughs> along with some of the uh, licensed music, which they were supposed to have removed. Because as, as Frank mentioned earlier, like the 2014 release of these games on, on Steam had a lot of the music removed and uh, they were supposed to remove all of it. And for some reason, they released it with all of the unlicensed music in it again. Furthermore, the Nintendo Switch version apparently is what people are calling the holy grail for people who mod games. It apparently included like the entire source code for the trilogy like the internal tools text sources if it was an online game it would be really bad because um yeah it'd be easy to hack it and stuff but as it is it just seems like it's gonna be very easy for people to create mods for this game so uh yeah like i said three days afterwards it was available again on november 14th so um 
since these games have DRM and require you be online, if you bought this game on day one, you would have been unable to play it for three days because it was offline and they, they weren't allowing you online with it. Um, and a day or two later, modders fixed, <laughs> modders for this game fixed what Kotaku called the ugly ass rain. I don't know if you guys experienced the rain yeah. in this game. And then clips continued to roll out of people finding bizarre character models and glitches, including the return of an old glitch from GTA 3 where you could make your car turn giant by wiggling it around. And on November 19th, they stated, they put in an official statement saying that it was not up to their standards and that they would be improving it through patches, um, said that they would be adding GTA 3 three vice city and san andreas to the rockstar store as a bundle that you could download for free for six months if you had purchased the definitive edition so after they had delisted everything they're essentially letting anyone who who bought the definitive edition download and keep you know in perpetuity those those licenses for the games so and in the meantime they have delayed the physical launch of this game that we're looking at they have uh yeah, that should be, it was supposed to be pre-Christmas and now it looks like it's early 2022. Yeah, that, that is the story of the launch of this game. Uh, botched, to say the least. <laughs> I, I got distracted when I said Luis Guzman. Um, furthermore, the voices in Vice City. Burt Reynolds voices a Texas real estate guy somewhere in there. Um, they added planes for the first time. They added boats. Uh, the plot is that gangsters in Liberty City want to move into the market of Vice City, which is Miami, and you do a drug deal, it kind of goes wrong, and the most of the game is about figuring out who betrayed trade you how they found out about a, a deal going down and um, kind of uh, uncovering the network of gangs and kingpins in the area you're a you're in a fish out of water situation you're new to the city and you're working your way up in the ranks to to get respect so that is that is the story of vice city you, and you spent the most time in vice city right yeah hunter any anything else to add um, to the world uh not really the world uh i've found the story pretty boring so far so <laughs> Again, I, I thought I had played this one, but I guess not. I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm driving around now. I also haven't been really paying attention to the story, to be honest. So, it's not, <laughs> well, it's yeah, not it's gripping not gripping me. But, and <laughs> yeah. it's just, like, I just keep noticing little things. Like, characters get in and out of cars. Like, the animation is sped up and their arms kind of flail around. Vice After playing all three of these games, Vice City does a weird thing. And this was true in the original versions of the game, too, that you move a lot faster in vice city like unnaturally fast when you jump it feels like you lunge forward and uh any any movements especially like getting knocked off a bike or something you go about a hundred percent further than you okay. ought to um that was not a problem in three in, in san andreas but for some reason in vice city and in, in miami things just move fast was that in the original yeah, as well it's though it's the or cocaine. is that just in mm -hmm. the... i think so that's my memory of it, yeah. San Andreas, uh, I don't think it can be underestimated how much of a leap this game took. Like, they, they took two years uh, between Vice City and this one, and it just, how, how many things they added as far as gameplay goes. It introduced bikes, first of all, but um, it added a lot of RPG elements. Like, you can you can, you can can pump iron and prove your stamina. You can eat nine pizzas before throwing up and then get fat, and it'll slowly burn off if you're not, like, eating food regularly in the game. They added swimming, finally. You didn't drown in water. Uh, they added, like, much better climbing system you can climb up walls and uh, you start to get into things that were really pushing the limits of in my opinion what was good and what worked on the engine like burglary missions like burglary missions are an example of the engine is not built for this but you just keep insisting on us doing these things and in my opinion i i think they keep doing that they did that with four and five as well it's like these things don't your game isn't meant to do stealth modes. Why are you trying to do it? But they, they, they always do that in Grand Theft Auto, and people seem to enjoy it, so whatever. It's just it's my little beef. But 
um you can modify cars you can put different pieces like on the cars at a time you can color them differently you can get tattoos barber shops but the map was so big in this one that they finally added waypoints which um, I will point out now, none of the 3D Universe games had GPS. Like, it was only added in GTA 4 and onward. And now in the Definitive Editions, they, they do have it. Um, in, in the original Liberty City GTA 3, like, it does give you a navigation. When you're on your way to a mission, it'll tell you what roads to take before. And as uh, Rich Rosato said in an interview, they, get, they shipped the games with a map for a reason that uh, you were supposed to look at it as you're doing your missions or you'd have to press pause and pull up the map and just kind of figure that like, okay, I'm going to make a left here and then on the big road, I'm going to make a right. And I remember that being a, a part of playing those early games is that like looking at the map or trying to remember where you were going um, using the, 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 the pause screen map, which I guess in a way... Grand Theft Auto or is like a, an edutainment game like Mario is missing, right? It's teaching you to read maps. So, so And in San Andreas, the voice actors they had continued to expand. They had Clifton Powell, David Cross, Peter Fonda, James Woods, Ice-T, Samuel L., of course, as Officer Tenpenny. They had Chris Penn and Charlie Murphy. And... Uh, Oh, I didn't, I didn't mention the plot. So you are CJ from the Grove Street family gang in San Andreas. Uh, you've moved back to town after your moms died. They always say your moms, my moms. She, she didn't just die, just Chris. She was my, murdered. My, my moms. Yeah, it was a drive-by and uh, oof, there's a plot to uncover. Uh, the local corrupt PD is hassling you. You're trying to bring your gang back on top. You're making lots of friends with other gangs, wiping out other gangs. PD's got you under their thumb. Lots of betrayal. And uh, yeah, it... it it's a plot that actually I was, I was engaged in 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 following up the next missions with. I can't say that about the other games as I was doing these playthroughs. I I didn't give a shit what happened to Claude or um, Tommy. Wow, you didn't <laughs> care about Tommy Versetti? You, you are Italianophobic. Okay? Nah, I don't care about him at all. <laughs> I'm so over this. I'm about to yeah. just load up San Andres. Honestly, it. <sighs> With the gameplay mechanics and everything else, like like I said, did they need to port GTA 3? It's questionable. San Andreas, like, there, there's a lot going on there. But um, the other two games, de definitely not as much. The, the takeaway that I had from Vice City and the biggest moments for that, I don't know if you're playing with sound right now, is the soundtrack, the soundtrack fucking slaps. is fire oh my god i don't have no idea how they got the licensing for these songs well because this is you know this is when video games really weren't popping off still now i'm curious chris do you do you have a list of the songs that they had to take out i have that exact <laughs> list yeah so because um, i've heard a lot of like because you know i used to play this game all the time and like you know so i, I basically knew I knew so many of the songs. This is a list that I got from uh, 4chan, so obviously it's extremely reputable. But <laughs> these these are all the songs that, that weren't licensed for the definitive edition. Yeah, Hall & Oates, Out of Touch, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, Brannigan, Self Control, Go West, Call Me, Michael Jackson, Want to Be Starting Something, The Cult, She Sells Me Sanctuary, Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon, Iron Maiden, Two Minutes to Midnight, Anthrax, Foreign, Cutting Crew, I Just Died in Your Arms, Toto, Africa, Frankie Goes to Bollywood, Blondie, Atomic, 99, Luft Balloons, uh, I Ran So Far Away. I, these are bangers, all right? So, and, they did, so these, uh, those are the ones that are cut songs, from the games. All of those were cut from the game. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like, honestly, like, uh, the reason I brought that up is because that's the main thing that Vice City has going for it, in my opinion. Yes, like the gameplay is better than GTA 3, but you jump in your car, you're going to a mission to cut some guy up with a chainsaw and you're, and you're listening to Bark at the Moon at the same time. You hop in the car and Bark at the Moon's playing. Like, it's a vibe, man. It works. I have, <laughs> like I said, I have, I have no idea how they got the licensing. Like, maybe, maybe like you said, like 2002 or 2003, like it wasn't a big deal for like whatever record company to license it out which is weird too because like gta 3 generated a lot of controversy so like is geffen records gonna be like yeah we'll let you use our song for a very minimal price <laughs> in the 2014 versions the steam versions that were out a lot of these songs were removed as well so I, some people criticized them for doing a definitive edition at all because it, like i guess it's a known thing that when you re-release a game because it being a different property that you don't automatically get those licensed songs anymore but for whatever reason insurmountable amount to get the well, it depends on how the contract's written yeah because there was a thing with alan wake where uh the they changed the digital version after a certain amount of time i believe because of licensing reasons you know so even though they were still the same i believe they had to change it but i don't know if that was just how the contract was written I don't. I got, I'm not sure if that's a standard procedure. You yeah, because 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 the definitive edition edition has had the launch that it has had. Like I said, they they like anyone who bought it download those games. So it's not like it's it, it's impossible for them to give out licenses to those games anymore. They can. It's just maybe they're paying at a rate that they don't want to anymore. Yeah, whatever the reasoning is that. Um, yeah, but but this version it launches with much less songs, and I have the list here for the San Andreas soundtrack too. And there's about 30 songs on here that are removed as well. Tom Petty running down a dream, Leonard Skinner, Freebird. Uh, yeah, I no! saw these songs. I'm like, how did they get the the licenses to play this in these games in the first place? But yeah, crazy stuff. You might have noticed while launching the game, it, it had another name next to Rockstar that was not Rockstar. So let's talk publishers and developers. It is published by Rockstar. Um, Definitive Edition uh, was developed though by Grove Street Games, which you hear that and you may initially think that this is a subsidiary of Rockstar like an in-house team that they kind of separated to do this because the gang that you're part of, as we said, in San Andreas is called the Grove Street Families. But no, actually no relation at all. <laughs> uh, Grove Street Games is actually a Gainesville, Florida-based company in the neighborhood that they are in is called Grove Street. So they renamed themselves uh, Grove Street Games. And uh, maybe they picked that name because they wanted to work with Rockstar or were already working with Rockstar. I don't know. They just did recently change it. And their previous name was uh, War Drum Studios. Under that name, War Drum Studios, they have ported the 2009 Ghostbusters game to the PS2. They did some programming on Red Orchestra 2. They handled the port to the 10th anniversary of GTA 3 onto mobile, as well as Max Payne, Vice City, San Andreas, Chinatown Wars, Ark Survival, all of these ports to mobile. So... Yes, they've worked with Rockstar several times. They ported this trilogy to mobile previously. When you look at like the forums of people talking about the Definitive Edition, a, a lot of them are saying like, oh, they what, what went wrong was Rockstar shouldn't have trusted this team with such a beloved game. It always botches things. But they have ported, like I said, several of the games like Max Payne and Chinatown Wars. They're well-reviewed games that, that run well, that, that uh, are well-rated. And um, so 
San Andreas apparently is the only one that has really bad reviews. And another one of the things that people say is like they, they cite that Grove Street Games only has 21 employees at Grove Street and Rockstar has a team of more than 4,000 devs. Counterpoint, like maybe that's how many they have listed on their website, like their developer website, but they were definitely working alongside Rockstar North and that 4,000 devs numbers like surely includes contractors just like Grove Street May. And it, it apparently was a team of 23 people who made the original GTA 3. So like this is not developing an entire game of what, what they were doing. They had two years to port a game they weren't supposed to be creating an entirely new game so anyway we were talking before about like their development process and they talked uh, in one of the articles with rich risotto about how they studied the the games for each of their style like in vice city it feels like a flamingo threw up so they tried to emulate that 1980s miami style and san andreas it has a lot of orange skies but it's a beat up rundown city so they, they tried to emulate that um, he also talked about how they fixed some things that they couldn't have done before like the the sky um how the moon and sun move which is one of those things that's in the background like if you look up at night like yeah there's a moon texture there and i guess there wasn't before that's good for you i guess it's one of those things that just blends into the background and you're not going to yeah notice. i think before it was just literally like a picture of them it was just like a yeah it's still yeah, and, and it was now there. it's like he made a point to talk about how like the celestial bodies work in the game and it's like yeah that's great i'm not sure that you should have focused on it that much but i mean you got the engine and the engines usually do that kind of thing so sure all right just slap it on there and that's that's an easy win i guess but it's that's a background thing that people aren't going to notice and maybe that is part of the problem with ports is that you know you bring it into hd and you have all these expectations of what are there and the, when they meet those expectations they they just blend in and you don't notice them but all these things that they screwed up are just so glaring but um the lighting was a main part of of the problems that they had these engines obviously run off more realistic lighting that every source of lighting has a has a source and that that was not always the case it wasn't that light was being cast from like the sky a position in the sky the sun and there weren't shadows being rendered for the real time of the day so that was a real problem they had to to wrestle with and um it it came down to um adding a lot of stuff like you may notice a lot of lamp posts in places that there weren't before because each light source had to had to be coming from somewhere so rich risotto also said in the interview that we played with various remakes and remasters where you pick up the controller and immediately something feels off he said um, one big tenet that we had was to maintain as much of the original art style and feel as humanly possible so we essentially lifted the physics game code and ported that into the unreal uh, verbatim I, I mentioned before that they had the master game files for the original games and that's true they worked with rockstar north but it wasn't always the case that they existed because in another interview with thegamer.com, Rich Rosado said that when it came to redoing these games, it presented an archival challenge. He said back in the 90s and early 2000s, they weren't as fastidious about backing everything up. He said that uh, he's been with a company since the late 90s and you'd make a game, you'd print it on the media and you'd ship it and that's kind of it. There was never thoughts about them revisiting it. So when they went back and they did this, they were looking for like the original sources of audio for this game. Some of the stuff, all they had was the compressed versions of the audio. Uh, some things... And you can tell. Oh, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same things for the, the source textures and models. So my analogy is like there may have been a, a graphic designer back in the day who designed San Andreas's CJ character with a, in a model with like 20,000 pixels. This is just arbitrary number. But the game only renders with 500 or 500 polygons. So they render it with the 500 polygons for what they need 
and that other version the original source version that it was kind of compressed from like it doesn't exist anymore like this 500 polygon version it's, it's all they have so what are they going to do do they like remake it from scratch or do they use the ai to try and scale it up and that's that's what they did <laughs> um he, he spoke to some of the character redesigns saying when it came to redesigning the characters rosado says the the team consulted rockstar north including some of the original artists of all the upgraded visual elements in these new versions the character models are perhaps the most striking and immediately different. It's tough, says Rosado. You're worried what people will think. You can clean up a car and add more geometry and it'll look like it did before. It's just more current. But the characters were much more difficult and involved a lot more iteration to make sure we were all comfortable with them. Um, which, again, I think we're all on the same page of, I don't think they spent that much time <laughs> making sure everyone was comfortable with them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like yeah. it. I'm going to jump to another screenshot that, so you hit the checkpoint at the end of the bridge and all the cars just i don't know again i don't know if it was like this in the original but they just do a wild pile up on the end where they're all just slamming into each other and blowing up yeah so i mean that, that is a, a thing a like certain certain thing like there's a there's also like sometimes at the end of missions mm -hmm. um if it's like transitioning you going back into free world you know yeah <laughs> like sometimes weird shit will just happen where you'll hit someone with the car or someone will yeah, like because kind of glitch into you Let's have a little conversation here about a trend that's definitely been going on. The releasing of unfinished games. <laughs> We've had a lot of like seemingly really bad game launches recently. And I can only speculate like as the cause of that. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts, but I thought I'd name a few in recent memories, starting with Fallout 76 was three years ago now, and that was a pretty bad, pretty bad launch in his I mean, it has a player base, but it is rough. I think, again, expectations that really did that game in about what people wanted it to be. And But with that, that one, was it that it had a bad launch because it wasn't ready or anything? It wasn't fine-tuned? Or did they just, like, intend to make a game to make that game and it just didn't fly? People didn't care for it because there was, like, nothing in it. It was, like, yeah. pure, it was almost too I, I think pure a survival game. And they didn't want that out of a, a Fallout uh, series game. And the thing is that when people already have those expect or already are primed that way, right? They're going to be looking for all those glitches. So then you're going to start seeing those giffy clips of uh, of super bugs happening in the games. That would happen in like even polished games, right? In Fallout Four, there were bugs like that. I'm sure. So yeah, in every Fallout that, game, yeah, they exist. Just it didn't have the bandwagoning it's of piling onto it. Yeah. And then in uh, 2020, we had Warcraft 3 Reforged, <laughs> as well as Cyberpunk, and a game called Balan Wonderland, which was a highly anticipated game that we may do at some point from Sega developers and Square Enix that really tanked in 2021. And uh, currently, in kind of an ongoing crisis, we have uh, Battlefield 2042, which for a while at least had the worst ever user score on Metacritic. Also, I kind of I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Halo fans are piling onto the battle progression system, and Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, which re launched recently, had a pretty rough start as well. I, I've watched people play that game, and man they just seem to ignore the glitches that are ongoing i appreciate the fact that it's on like a new engine and it looks beautiful but good god some of the glitches are nightmare fuel <laughs> yeah and then on top of that we've got got gta 3 colon the trilogy hyphen definitive edition so um yeah it feels like we're just yeah we, we've got a lot going on at the moment as far as uh, bad games launching i don't know it, I, it I am... feels like they just put it out and they're like you know if it sells enough to warrant us actually fixing it, we will. 
if not i agree and maybe i'm too lenient in that case because i'm like i see battlefield 2042 and i didn't buy it i played the beta and was discouraged from buying it but at the same time i'm like not that upset with him about it because i feel like i know they'll support it like that is their current energy invested current program and that's that's i feel like that's kind of the state of games that like ea's got their battlefield activision's got their call of duty and they're they're going to support it and they're going to fix the things to make sure that people keep playing it so like i'm not that beat up that battlefield is super buggy it's on a new engine if without people um raging against definitive edition and us doing a podcast because we're making a huge splash like maybe they wouldn't um fix all the bugs in it because like i said they've committed to fixing the issues so i don't know these are these are triple a developers putting out crap and um i feel like i maybe have too much faith in them that they are going to fix these things but that's that's not been the case with like warcraft reforged right or <laughs> cyberpunk has been slow going it's in my opinion like maybe they just slap an early access on this and everyone would be okay with it but for some reason like with their stakeholders whatever they've got to say like this game officially released on this date that that that's a, a need that they have and because of it fans are going crazy over it i feel like all you had to do is slap an early access on it everyone would be happy that's kind of what it feels like yeah. but then it's just another early access game whether it's going to be finished or not <laughs> yeah does it ever get abandoned you'd have to have faith in the studio to do it right and so one of the main things that changes the feel of this game is the draw distance it was definitely a fact of san andreas vice city and gta 3 that the systems were limited that they could not render a car more than a couple hundred feet in front of you right that's not the case anymore with these engines and the capabilities of our systems you are able to do that um, but what that means is that you can stand on the highest point in gta 3 and vice city and san andreas and you can literally see the other end of the map <laughs> hmm. what a lot of people have said is that it makes the world feel small and i agree with that uh, it's not even realistic that you could see that far people have described san andreas as having like a green tint like you're looking through a green beer bottle through most of it on one hand that gives it that old dated noisy feel but on the other hand it's it's going to um it, it's going to make it feel more realistic in its time as well now you've got this hd polished version of it and it feels like it's the world exposed in my opinion i don't mind it <laughs> frank hey, the youngest of us <laughs> yeah uh, on 90s baby blood puddles by the way i i just saw a blood puddle appear <laughs> yeah that was something that was there before. Yeah, the blood puddles are there, but they look like they were made out of rubber. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I, I honestly, uh, after playing through, because I, I really just played San Andreas, and then right mm -hmm. before we started, I played uh, Vice City, and then while we were talking on the podcast, I played Vice City. I, I, it, to me, it just, it does really feel like how the original felt, at least my memory of it, you know? Yeah. So I want to give them kudos for that. I didn't try any cheat codes, because I, I don't have the controller. Yeah, so some of the you, you can punch in the cheat codes i only know the ones for three they're text cheat codes you just type them in now oh really um but they actually removed a lot of the cheat code well some of the cheat codes because it didn't play well with the engine they said but like i did spawn the tank in gta 3 it's a great tank um when you caused, guys the, caused a lot of havoc in that tank and i need some help is full health full armor and cash 
the quad bike the quad bike is um four wheel fun the quad bike is the glitch that everyone or the the view that everyone has posted of the reverse cam while you're in the car and it just looks goofy as hell again that was in the original version of the game backing up what what frank said like it looked dumb as hell in the original game and it looks dumb as hell in this game In, in the interview they did talk about using ai to upscale textures as we talked about um if i can make a kind of a simple technical maybe wrong explanation of it they like they needed to improve the character models they had this low res grainy thing and they ran it through essentially a snapchat filter and they ported it into the game and maybe they tweaked the filter a bit after that to see like oh this is this character model looks off so we'll manually adjust that one but some of them are going to be more successful than others and it feels like they didn't do a whole lot of quality assurance testing here some some like that work that they're in the background like you just don't take a second glance at then others that get a lot of screen time it seems like they should have really worked on end up getting screenshotted and just ridiculed to no end on reddit so that's yeah, that's kind of what's happened with the port of this but game. you know what who cares what people on reddit say that's what i yeah. <laughs> i did find a very neat list here this is on envisioncommunity.com co.uk it is the top 20 worst remakes remastered and what they've done is they put a table together where they looked at the metacritic score of the original release versus the metacritic score of the remastered release and come up with a list of the the best and worst like the the biggest changes in the metacritic score so on their list they have silent hill which was a Silent Hill HD collection was released on PS3 and Xbox 360, which I question whether it was needed because it was a port from PS2 to PS3, and they lost 20 points in their their Metacritic score. Then we had Resident Evil 4, which was GameCube to uh, Windows, and Resident Evil Regular. These are getting worse as we continue. So Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Oddworld, Abe's Exodus, uh, Modern Warfare 2, which was the recent one, right? Yeah, the 2020 remake. Batman Arkham City was was remastered into Batman Return to Arkham on uh, PS4, and that got a negative 23. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2, GoldenEye 007, uh, I forgot about GoldenEye 007 Reloaded, got a negative 24. Honestly, like, I'm going to pause there for a second. I just feel like that's the case with GoldenEye or with gta 3 if you port that into anything even like without bugs people are going to realize like this is not good like it doesn't stand up to today's standards yeah i i think a perfect port of gta 3 just would it certainly wouldn't get the 95 or 96 whatever metacritic score it got before the 10th spot or the 11th spot they've got devil may cry 3 dante's awakening then dead rising then ape escape then tony hawk pro skater parappa the rapper uh lost 31 points in its remaster and uh they actually listed these separate i guess warcraft 3 reign of Crate chaos into warcraft 3 reforged lost 33 points and the worst remaster was devil may cry to the devil may cry hd collection uh which was uh negative 34 points yeah and i read i read all the reviews about it and honestly it wasn't that bad it was just that like it didn't add anything new which i I don't feel like maybe i don't know i don't think it's a remaster that didn't have you know what? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing about the original Devil May Cry because I I was really big into three, right? Yeah, and I loved it. And at some point, I bought two and one, and mm-hmm. they just look horrific. Yeah. They don't play as well. It just three three was the best one. Yeah, and I got them. I got the other two afterwards, and I was like, why? Like these yeah. are I, I I didn't beat any of them. Yeah, it was just like one and two. It's just like oh no, these are just these aren't good. Yeah, so I imagine I, a remaster I of a make me a little uh, more palatable, but 
Yeah, I feel the same way with GTA 3 and Vice City leading up to San Andreas. San Andreas is just the best version okay. of like this iteration of the game. It's on they're all on the same engine. They just they just have pushed the engine to the absolute max on this and except with Vice City just has like we said a banger soundtrack. And like Vice original. City has the visuals, all right? You like it's, the visuals, the, the the neon, yeah. Neon's it's everything's neon. It's Miami mm. baby, you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? It's like There's it's drugs. just they, uh, I don't know if you ever found it, but they have the the recreated Scarface um, chainsaw scene somewhere somewhere in the city. I remember hunting that down, um, being in like eighth grade or something like that. There's a bathroom that a uh, body parts dismembered in, and there's a chainsaw there. Oh, blood all over the walls. Yeah, yeah. I'll play some Vice City in the background here. It does yeah, seem like they made Tommy Versetti fatter. Yeah, uh, some people have criticized him for looking like a bloated Ken doll now, <laughs> which I can't argue with. He looks like Michael from Five. Oh wow. Yeah, I guess he does. Uh, here's a screenshot of how muscular you look in uh, the Definitive Edition versus the original. Now, can you guess which one's the Definitive? It's the, the less jaggedy one. one. The one <laughs> on the right. No, the one on the left is the Definitive Edition, the newer Ooh. one. The one where you look <laughs> yeah. just like a complete beefcake, and you look just shredded on the right. And it's a lot more jagged, like there's no anti-aliasing. Um, and the tiny head. Yeah. What happened to all the rest what of his tattoos and his hat? What, his I, what, I, what I put as a note was that, uh, like, in, in porting games, apparently necks are hard. Like, it's just, <laughs> what happened to all the necks? Um, also, uh, here, this is something from Twitter here. This is great stuff for uh, uh, podcast content, right? Just looking at pictures. Uh, fingernails are hard. Yeah, these, these fingernails. <laughs> Um, here's some more fingernails. What the fuck happened? It looks like they pasted them on. <laughs> it's definitely cartoonish. Wait, that's yeah. what you're the taking away that, from the that? The issue with that guy is, is not his fingernails. <laughs> yeah. The issue with that guy is that he looks like Patrick Starr. <laughs> Rain, I, I cannot emphasize enough how bad <laughs> Rain looks in the original. Apparently they have patched it, but Rain looks like it belongs in, um sin city or something it is hard white lines that will completely obscure your building and um they're showing in a video that i'm playing right now in a plane if you ascend or descend faster than the rain is falling you can make wow. the rain stand still and you're just looking at at hard white lines in the sky and it looks like the rain is reversing it's it's one of the worst implementations of rain I've ever seen. Also, if you stare at the ground while it's raining, you can see like the grid patterns, like the te textile grid patterns of the rain hitting hitting the ground as as a texture. That looks very bad. But I mean, they had members of Rockstar like uh, concurrently working with them while they did this. It's it, it's weird that they 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 gave it the stamp of approval. Uh, one of the things they removed here's uh, Claude from GTA Three flicking off cars as he. Um, stood in front of him, which was a kind of signature thing that happened throughout the game, I remember. But now it just, he just doesn't do it. They removed the animation of him flicking off cars that were trying to drive through him. Don't don't know why. Because <laughs> it's rude. Yeah. And it'll get you run over. Sometimes it happened, yeah. Sometimes they would just drive right through you. Since the release of this game on November 11th, they have pushed out a few patches since. Uh, obviously, the first of which removing licensed files that they were not supposed to include in the game. Rockstar themselves, not Grove Street Games, Rockstar themselves is committed to fixing the issues. Um, I don't know how that contract works, whether Grove Street Games is like completely done, hands off the game now, whether they're not touching it again, like they delivered their final project and their contract is fulfilled, or they are actually the one doing patches. The way that some people on Reddit are talking about it is seems to be giving Rockstar a lot of leniency, saying like, wow, Grove Street Games really fucked this up, and now Rockstar is doing right by their customers and fixing 
fixing all these issues themselves. I, I don't know if that's the case, um, whether Grocery is doing them or, or, or Rockstar. But th- there's rumors from uh, from some tweets that I saw from the dev world that Rockstar is allocating a lot of resources to clean this mess up. But um, they have officially in their letter committed to getting it right and uh, like the whole purpose of them remastering these was to keep it compatible for the future so you know there is the expectation that they would get it to a state in which it is acceptable and that this is the version that people buy um through for for, for uh, even if for the next e- generation <laughs> even if it's grove street's problem like it still went through rockstar to get released yeah they approved it so yeah, they could have said it's not ready yeah. at any time I'm not, I don't think I'm giving anybody any real leniency here. No passes. Like, gotcha. There's no way, you know, how many ever Rockstar employees are sitting in a room discussing the game be like yeah it's it's ready to go this is going to be perfect people are going to love this yeah like i said i mean i'm i'm willing to give some understanding that like they saw the original like they they came up with the formula to port this into unreal and how bad it looked and how much better this version looks compared to that i believe that that is a huge improvement but that doesn't mean that this itself is acceptable <laughs> let's get into the scores let's 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 talk scores for this ggn game um it does have a metacritic rating uh less than a month later and we are looking at the aggregate scores right now how do you think that the critics received it frank what do you think this game got? What's sitting for? Critics are suckers. Even though I, <laughs> I, I enjoy this game and I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. But I know all the, all the internet little boys, they're all upset. Uh, but so, uh, but no, but these are critics. I feel like a lot of people have been lampooning on this too, though. I'm going to say 70. And Hunter, what do you think? What do you think the critics gave it average out of 100? I'll just go with 60. I think 55, 60. Because yeah. I agree that uh, it feels like a GTA game. Like, the physics are there. The driving mm-hmm. is there. The Like, the animations are still bad, but the weight is still there. And yeah. I think yeah, that's, like, that kept. its strong point is that yeah. that is the same. But, like, just watching it, it feels like... It looks like a different game. It looks like mm-hmm. it would have a completely like different story. Mods. Yeah, like I'm, like, I'm watching Claude now, and he, he's like a pretty boy now. Yeah, versus like yeah. that kind of gruff. He looks like an anime character. Everyone commented that he looks a lot younger than he ought to. Um, same thing with Tommy. Um, yeah, but like Claude in GTA Three Definitive uh, or hyphen the trilogy, the definitive, the movie colon colon uh, the trilogy yeah, hyphen yeah <laughs> looks better somehow than CJ in san andres you said 60 and uh, you said 55 or 60 actually it is 55 hey it's exactly on the nose um and that moved up a little bit from when i originally started my notes i think it was at a 54 or so when i originally looked um i have a couple reviews here that will go over who wants to do an australian accent press start australia november 16th 2021 65 i'm a diehard fan of the gta series but I'm of two minds about this up and down port. To, this up and down port to the Unreal 4 engine. There's a lot of words here that I never thought I would say in an Australian say accent. Australian I'm accent, yeah. <laughs> But I'm of two minds about this up and down port to the Unreal 4 engine. The initial wow factor of the visual upgrade is undeniable. But the more you play it, the more cracks appear in that pretty veneer. Wow, this is a little like Eminem. But here. I, uh... 
<laughs> Some of those are legacy fissures that have not been repaired. Others are eyesore imperfections wrought by a new team of less than master craftspeople. Frank, what you got? <clears throat> this is from Screen Rant. 50. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are some of the PlayStation 2's best games and helped to both pioneer and define the open world genre. Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy Definitive Edition does not provide the best way to experience these titles, nor should this be considered the definitive edition of the games included. The definitive edition is often prettier and slightly more modern in its controls and presentation, but missing features and poorly optimized content let down what could have been an ideal remasters. Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy Definitive Edition feels rushed, and after 20 years, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, and actually hearing, I know I copied this review and read it already, but hearing them like def, call it like, like this is supposed to be the definitive edition of those games and just like the single fact that it's missing all that licensed music like how could you call it the definitive edition that is not how that's not how i experienced the games originally and i don't think that's how they ought to be experienced um again like i'm one to raise my pitchfork it is a is a dusty pitchfork but yeah that, that does really that grinds my gears and one more um, from IGN. IGN gives it a 50. They say, There's no question that the three games in this GTA trilogy are all-time classics, but they've unfortunately been remastered with a ham hand instead of a love fist. A reference to... Uh Vice City. Uh, new features are slight and only partially implemented. Visuals are mixed. Performance is inconsistent at best. Some content is missing and bugs and glitches abound. In its existing state, this collection of three classic GTA games is far from being considered definitive. It's defective, disappointing, and surprisingly disrespectful to both the legacy of the games themselves and their many legions of fans. All right, and on to the user scores. It is now sitting at a 0.9 user score as of recording this with 4,900 reviews. It looks like they actually removed about 600 negative reviews than when it was at uh, 0.4. Here are a few Metacritic user scores. This is from DM Dev Zero. Rockstar, you spit on my childhood. Rename the company. The people who work there are now are not worthy to represent this brand. Take Blizzard by the hand and go yourself. Yeah, some harsh words. Just very DM. upset. You, you spit yeah. on his childhood. Frank, what you got there? This is from Paladin. Uh, That's Paladin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Paladin. Paladin uh Call of I can't Rat. Help you there. Yeah, Call of Rat, sure. Call of Rat. A zero. My disappointment is immeasurable and my nostalgia feeling is ruined. Shame <laughs> on Rockstar. Greedy bastards. Mm-hmm. And one more review here from Move. Oh boy, I should have read this one. Movamampamo. He, he gives it a zero. He says, It is as if the game was ported to mobile, then back to console. AI did most of the visual upgrade work, and it was a bad idea. From typos to absurd character models, this feels nothing like the original, which have been removed from stores. The shooting has been completely redone for the worse. The weapon wheel is a mockery of the GTA 5 version. I am all for faithful reskins, leaving in the old glitches intact, but this version adds all kind of game-breaking things into the mix. It is the most disappointing thing that Rockstar has ever endorsed. Definitive is absolutely the wrong word. It is the mutated edition. Oh. And that, that actually brought up a couple things that I forgot to forgot to add in. Um, They did add a... The weapon wheel was not in the original games. You just cycled through the weapons. Yeah, you just cycled, yeah. 
Yeah, which was a pain in the ass. They do have the, the weapon wheel now. If you're playing mouse and keyboard, you can hold down tab and just select. And that, that works better along with navigation. Those are just sort of quality of life improvements that they've they've added. We've heard enough about other people's scores. What what about our own scores? It's refined critics who were born in the trash, molded by it, didn't see a good game until we were men. We use our own score system here because we're sick. We need help. We enjoy games that are bad. At least some of us. Hunter got the award for giving out the most zeros, but we use our own <laughs> score system. And uh, I don't enjoy oh. doing this. I feel, I'm, I feel as though I'm podcast. forced to be here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we recognize, some of us do, that you can enjoy a game because it's bad. And you can also enjoy a game because it's good. A good game like GTA V gets a score like a 9, a 10. But a bad game that were equally enjoyable, it would get a negative 9. Games that aren't enjoyable because they aren't good or aren't bad enough for us to enjoy or just they're, they're in the valley. They're, they're zeros. You, you don't want to touch them at all. So... With that in mind, let's. Um, um, how how do you feel like they handled the graphics? Because it definitely is like a style, right? Um, I mentioned before, it's kind of got a. Uh, <laughs> Frank, you said "hello neighbor," which is a good way to describe <laughs> the the shape of the faces and the the heads. I, honestly, I didn't mind it. Like, yeah. Do I think there's certain characters they should have put more time into? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you, you can glance at them for one second and tell that yeah, like this this yeah. is a this is an abomination. <laughs> like overall. I mean, the original game didn't look great anyway. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where yeah, it it's like you put lipstick on a pig regardless. <laughs> and I, I think for what they did, they did a pretty good job and it was enjoyable. Now, actually, uh, the one thing um, we didn't really talk about is the multiplayer in San Andreas. Yeah, that was a, at least in my opinion, a pretty minor aspect of that game. But people did bring that up, that it is completely removed. Yeah, and, and on the Steam version, if you go to 1.0, you know, that... That's the one where you can really do most of the mods work, you know, because mm -hmm. after that, like, you know, mods are really kind of hit or miss. Um, sure. Apparently you could on PC do multiplayer with that with uh, via mod. Oh, really? So even though that was something you could really only originally do just like on the PlayStation. But yeah. I remember that was a lot of fun to be able to play two players Grand Theft Auto. You know, mm -hmm. this before GT5 and online stuff. But so there was like, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I read a little bit about that. I, honestly, I don't even remember playing it. I'm sure I did at some point with someone um, play the multiplayer. Um, maybe I invited Tom and he played it with someone else instead. But um, <laughs> Hunter, any thoughts on the graphics, the style? I dislike it. I <laughs> I, I think it's I, terrible. I like yeah. again. I think the cars look okay, but yeah, if if we're going by the fact that this is a definitive edition hyphen colon, it's <laughs> It, yeah. you're it's not then with the at hyphen that point and the colon you've, you've changed it way too much yeah it, it definitely has a different style than the original i mean like they said like they i know you got to bring it into hd you gotta you gotta add more polygons you gotta make the faces look more like faces rather than just muddy things like they were but man this doesn't like louise guzman's character does uh he looks like a monster it's not what i that's not what I, in my mind's eye, had, and I don't think most people did. And that's the reason that this game is people are freaking out about the models, right? Yeah, like they did. They did the uh, what the HD remake of Link's Awakening, and mm -hmm. but it's not a definitive edition, and they upgraded <laughs> the graphics, but they made them look good. Yeah, and you know, yeah. did there, plenty of playtesting. I feel like they took too much artistic liberty with these. Finish, I really enjoyed replaying it because that was like the first uh, Zelda game I ever played was Link's Awakening yeah. on the Game Boy, so getting to play it on the Same. Switch with all the new graphics, I really enjoyed that. And then 
but sitting here playing this i'm just like it's again like i i can't stress enough how much it feels like old gta but yeah like i would want to then just play it without looking at it because like watching it is just it's a strain on the eyes <laughs> like what yeah. what did you do how like some characters look like claude he doesn't look like claude but he looks okay sure you know like, like, for his if own separate him in grand theft auto yeah like, if he yeah, was a no, completely a different character, character <laughs> that's fine but then yeah. you know we've pointed out that some of the characters are just like grotesque I, I like i said i think it does have like a defined kind of art style to it now and i i compared it to other things on the unreal engine before it feels like these characters could be like it feels like something you would see in like a Fortnite kind of thing and it, it's a it's a defined style and that style is not for me in the same way that i've mentioned before like the edmund mcmillan style of binding of isaac and fingered like i just don't like looking at it it's the same thing for me with these characters like yeah no it's a i get it's a style that people use in video games but i just don't like it so it sucks that um, the games have kind of transformed into that but i i feel like it was really true to the original well maybe you're going into this but how, how do you think it's aged then if it's true to the original yeah it just it's just that's how it felt to play and it mm -hmm. just there are better feeling games nowadays you know yeah. but i still i mean it is still really fun to drive a motorcycle in vice city like yeah that like I, I did have a lot of fun doing that you know it is a little wild and zany um, but mm -hmm. it's still a very enjoyable experience, you know. Is the story yeah, I, great? Not really, but... <laughs> it, that was my takeaway with playing 3. I was shocked how bored I was. Like, uh, the physics nailed it, and I was very nostalgic about, about uh, like, this jump that I've done 100 times. I just want to find that spot and do those jumps, and it feels the same. That's awesome. And there are some things, like the polish that they have, it being a new engine, some lighting effects of, like, cars blowing up. They're going to look good. Um, there's sometimes like the reflections of shadows and lights is like, wow, this engine looks good. Um, things can look beautiful, but, but mostly what worked well for me was like revisiting some of the nostalgic places and that the physics were the same. But my main takeaway from three was, wow, this is the plot is so boring and it feels empty. There's not that much to do. Vice city was a slight improvement on that. And then when I got to San Andreas, like I was playing San Andreas, I wanted to keep checking out the missions and I was kind of invested with the, the storyline a little bit so like that's when the game in my opinion it's been a slow burn to get us to like gta 5 where the, the game is so developed that um the, the world that it is in now yeah that the games before that like uh it, it worked its way up there and you kind of forget that gta 3 was was pretty rough as far as everything we appreciate um that they now have in gta 5 so yeah that's so, so my take on how it's aged uh three has not aged well Vice city has <laughs> aged a little bit better and san andreas has aged the best because it's i guess the most recent and like i said i think they did the most with the 3d um universe at that point so I, you know i think too it, what's interesting because you know i played basically every rockstar game that's been out since um vice city i guess um mm -hmm. in the beginning of both vice city and san andreas there are cinematics or missions where it's like you get in the car and you go to a place and mm -hmm. like nowadays rockstar would totally make you drive that whole time like there, there, there's <laughs> yeah. there's no real jumps that like in gta 5 you know like yeah. there are in vice city and san andreas and it's right. like they've really learned how to stretch out a game is what really <laughs> i've learned the most about this whole experience yeah yeah i guess uh, the last question i have here is did we need this definitive edition 
I'll throw mine in here first. Uh, like I said, these I don't think these games have aged well, and it's taken us a long time to get to GTA 5 and GTA, uh, GTA Online, what they have to offer. If you were to, with very fond memories of GTA 3, go back and play the original PS2 version of GTA 3, I, I would posit that you would also be sorely disappointed. <laughs> like separating some things with glitches and, and how they're restyled, the games themselves in 2021, if you... You're familiar with like the state of games, Red Dead 2, GTA 5. Like these aren't enjoyable games by today's standards. There are other sandbox games to play. The the missions are mostly bad, and any amount of transferring to a better engine isn't going to change the fact that these like early maps are boring. There there aren't interesting vehicles to drive. GTA 3 has essentially like like I said five ways to do missions to drive somewhere, kill someone, spray paint your car and then crush a car um and i think that was like only four so that that's basically it that it was it was really innovative for the time but i don't think it needs to be remastered like oh, the story is cheesy as hell like if you if you guys watch the beginning thing with claude like they're robbing a bank and then his partner betrays him and then it like goes to like a newspaper shot about like criminal's girlfriend betrays him hardened criminal blah 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 like it's just super cheesy it's, it's not engaging which you know, like specifically... isn't that michael's story in gta 5 yeah, and that, that's why i thought when i started playing gta 5 i was like wait is this claude and <laughs> it's not but um it, it, gets, it slowly gets more interesting with vice city um as you get into vice city not the beginning of vice city in my opinion but and with san san andreas it's even better still but still i i don't think we needed this definitive edition and, and i okay I, I i hear what they're saying about not wanting to work with the old dev tools anymore that they want to they want to ma- uh, fix the problems with these games on unreal 4 rather than um ravenware i think it was the original engine but um like people who didn't experience these originally i I don't think we need to remaster them and have them experience them in this new engine. I don't think it's like a rite of passage or something that needs to be done. So I don't, I, I don't fully get the, the need to, to, to port these things. So anyway, you guys, did they need to be redefined or be in a definitive edition? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind it. I, I wish, yeah. I wish they were more open with it. I wish they didn't unlist the previous versions. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's kind of shitty to some extent. Like you could just put, I mean, there's plenty of games that, I mean, we've played them on Steam where, they don't work anymore on newer systems. You have to do stuff to make them work, you know? Yeah. You can you can make that an understanding. Like, hey, look, it, after a certain we, point, we this isn't going to work anymore. anymore. Yeah. And, and you just leave it up to people being able to mod it and figure it out on their own. Like, if they want to do it, they'll do it. You know, I think yeah. that's been proven. I'm all for both versions existing. I don't mind this one. I actually kind of like it. Uh, I probably will play it in the future. <laughs> I, you know, maybe one day, I don't know. It's a digital project. Maybe they can get most of the rights back to some of the songs they had to take off. Because once again, Vice City soundtrack is such hit after hit after hit. Maybe someone it's will just, mod yeah. it in. Or yeah, yeah, yeah not, not that Rockstar really, has been yeah, very just, friendly to the mod community either. Yeah. But yeah, they used to. They, they, they are. They are, and they aren't. You know, because yeah. everyone loves the making my the way downtown meme. They mod so it's like CJ's playing a piano, but it's like a, the piano's a vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot <laughs> that's the song he was playing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs> um. So you know. I mean, there's been some really great mods. I can't mods. play that on. I can't play it on Twitch, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can. I mean, <laughs> the yeah. song though, I can't play. I can play the clip. I mean, you can. <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna report you, huh? My initial thought on that is just when I heard it was gonna be remade, when I saw that it was available, before I knew that it was hot garbage, I had no desire to buy it. It probably would have been one that, you know, on Steam. I I imagine this if it even if it was like a 
are really well made. Within the year, you could get it on Steam for like ten bucks, and I right. might do that. But I just like yeah, we we have there's something to be said about just the fact that we have so many games that are coming out on like you know a daily, monthly basis that remakes and stuff. I don't think they're going to be doing well for as long as people think they are, right? Like, there's just so much else out there to play. And it was a lot of shuffleware, a lot of garbage and whatnot. But I don't know. I just, I had no, no inclination, no desire to jump back into any of these. It would have to be a really powerful, impactful kind of nostalgic thing for me to get excited about this. And like I, I knew even hearing about the the remake that like GTA Three is one of the games I spent probably the most time on. But I am well aware that like it was just the physics uh, engine that, that was impressive about GTA Three, and like I have some good memories of San Andreas and Vice City. But like like these these aren't things that like uh it's not a final fantasy 7 situation where it's like wow like another generation auto experience this but just 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 play gta 5 like or just is let, it... let them let them make gta 6 yeah. for god's sake <laughs> you know i, yeah, no, there, I feel like no reason to like there's no no core like storytelling here that needs to be yeah. needs to be reinterpreted <laughs> i feel like unlike a lot of games gta is actually a good example of them improving and changing with each one you know iteration yeah obviously it it comes with its faults like the like what i was talking about with the missions in gta 5 being like way more linear and you don't really have a lot of options the way you do stuff like it kind of it's like fake options like it's like oh we're we're preparing the heist decide on Mm -hmm. how you want to do it no you should you should be in the heist like Oh, if I, yeah. I if I go through this door, we'll we'll sneak, or if I go through that door, we'll do this. But it, it, it like like it comes with its criticisms. But if you were gonna try to be like, oh, you should experience GTA, I don't think I would ever be like. If five was out, I don't think I'd be like, oh yeah, you should you should definitely play GTA three. Definitely or, get the definitive edition <laughs> or whatever. Like, no, just play yeah, five. I, I wouldn't recommend. Like yeah, it's. This- you're gonna have a better time there's a lot more to do and it's certainly not like you've uh like oh well you won't you can't just pick up five you'll be lost you got to start at three <laughs> like no i mean these games are an improvement upon each other so it's it's weird for preservation purposes to do this but um and then if you're gonna I can't preserve appreciate it, the don't do it this way all right. Anyway, like I said, um, I ha- I've barely kept track of the scores. Hunter nailed the Metacritic score. So Do we give our is- scores yet? Not yet. Thank you, Frank. Frank, you sorry. Know what? <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two, Frank. But Hunter's gonna get ten because he he got the Metacritic score perfect. I'll take it. All right. Now you're um, just changing yes. the scoring system. Frank, our our optimistic raider. Well, what do you think? What would you? What kind of score would you give this this game here? I want to be honest. I didn't play Grand Theft Auto Three. All right, mm-hmm. so this is technically. Yep. I don't know if this is a legal score or not. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna give it because it it really it really did feel like San Andreas and uh, Vice City. It's all come down to this. I, I'm gonna say this is the tough one. A seven. Seven. Okay, positive seven from Frank. Uh, Hunter, what do you think? It's not. It's definitely not gonna be that high. I can't get over the graphics this this didn't need to happen i think the fact that they botched it on top of it just shows that they knew that this didn't need to happen and that it was like a pure cash grab 
Like it, it right. sounds like they were literally like, let's put as few people as possible on it, get it done as quickly as possible, put it out for the twentieth anniversary. Regardless of how terrible it is, they're, you're going to make a profit, and just yeah. you know, we'll go from there. I guess I'll give it like a three, just because like again, it feels like GTA, but yeah. Play GTA Five, so you don't have to look at this. You don't have to. You get all of the quality of life. You get better weapons. You get all the fun, random stuff you can do. Like it. Yeah. It could also just be that the the nostalgia is not really there for me. Like I I didn't miss it. I I played GTA Five and I was like, yeah, this is this is my game. It's still the just, GTA experience. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I'm not sure the the need for this, and I hear what they're saying like not wanting to support it anymore but just then don't support it anymore if someone really wants to play gta 3 i don't know grab it on the original version or the versions they had out we're we're fine and mod support download a hacked version of it like (laughs) not official ggn advice but you do you (laughs) you know come to my channel for bad advice (laughs) hunter's hot takes on pirating games yeah there's Um, this new program called limewire where i get all of my games from (laughs) i've struggled with us talking about um me accepting games in their current state and knowing they're going to be supported and i know that they're going to fix this game up better than it is and so it'll get a higher score but all i can do is rate it as it is right now and i the amount of glitches that has come out it's launch failure it's all very funny to me so i will go into the the negatives because i also don't think it's really needed i think it is like i think it is very much a cash grab and maybe it's someday it'll be at a state that it's like worthy of buying but it's not right now so i'll uh i'll go negative four because i've really enjoyed all the glitches and i got to experience some of them um and like i was saying before i uh, frank kindly um corrected me that i hadn't gotten scores yet and he got two points for that but that doesn't really matter hunter still is at a 12 and tom is at a negative 100 unless he joins maybe maybe he can work hey, his way up to like a negative 98 or something you never know but the uh reward i was scanning the interwebs for some 3d models and there are plenty out there for like people pulled from the original gta games Uh, one of my favorite ones the most iconic i felt from the original gta game it is called the gta rhino tank that is the tank that has like the big door on the side i don't understand why it has a big door i imagine for modeling reasons Um, but i have printed out a uh, GTA Rhino tank here, and you can see it on Hell stream. Yeah. It is it is a very nice model. It's Look a very at shiny it. purple 3D it's model. Beautiful. Yeah. So congratulations, Hunter. You'll be receiving a Rhino tank. All right. Well, that is our review of Grand Theft Auto 3: Colon the Trilogy Hyphen Definitive Edition. Is it the definitive? It's the definitive the edition. This is the definitive the edition. All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.